A wall may protect you, but it can also isolate you. Today, I'd like to talk about why we build these walls and what are we hoping to protect. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Unapologetically KK. As a relationship coach, I have come across many people who have isolated themselves by pushing people away. And ironically, it's those people whom they care for and love the most. But why push people away when we care about them and love them? Why create a wall? What are we protecting, or should I say again, hoping to protect? This question can have many perspectives because it's not only about pushing a significant other. It can be about pushing away family, friends, and people in general. So here's a scenario. You love someone and they love you back. Things are great and everything seems just the way you want it to be. The conversations flow, the chemistry is sizzling, your thoughts are aligned and then, one day, just out of the blue, it all disappears just as quickly as it appeared. The conversations have run dry, the chemistry has fizzled and you could not be more divided in your thoughts. What happened? Where did it all go away? Was it even there in the first place? Did you check out of the relationship or was it your partner? Who created the wall and who pushed whom away? It does not matter who it was because both of you will suffer. Something shifted and you may not even know what it is. The wall is up. But why? We push people away we love because we are scared. Scared of rejection, failure, being judged, feeling vulnerable or being left alone. It was the opposite of these very reasons that we got into the relationship in the first place, to be accepted and loved for who we are. If we don't get that, we build a protective wall around ourselves and act strong because we do not want to be hurt. People think they would rather be alone and not hurt than be with someone and hurt. And that's the tragedy of life for they do not realize that being alone is also painful. So the question to ask here is why do we do this? Is pain inevitable? Are we destined to suffer? What choices can we make to avoid suffering? When and how does this all start? Research shows that the more inconsistent, inappropriate, and contradictory messages people receive from the world in their early years, the more confused they are about themselves. Let me tell you about my client, Jasmine. The name has been changed due to client confidentiality, but the story is real. Jasmine fell in love with a man she met at her office. She loved how calm he was in his interaction with everyone in the office, but where his career was concerned, he was driven and focused. She also found him caring and loving and kind. And even though they did not have a lot of things in common, she thought once they got married, they would find a way to make the adjustments as long as they loved each other. She believed they would be fine. Well, the truth is that they were not able to make the adjustments and ended up getting divorced because the calm behavior that attracted her to him in the beginning was the same reason that drove them apart because he refused to talk about his feelings and always appeared 
distant. It was difficult for Jasmine to understand how this kind, caring, loving person ended up being so cold and distant once they were married. She found out that the harder she tried, the further away he pushed her. So let's go back to why this would have happened. Research shows that if a parent is dismissive or angry when their child is upset, it leads them to believe their feelings are unjustified and they are not important. Instead of receiving support, they are told their feelings are not real or worse, in some cases, they are punished for being too soft or weak, for showing feelings. This leads the child to believe that he or she is not important or feelings are supposed to be suppressed and not shared. Now, this can lead to two things. One is that the child is constantly looking for validation from others and this can continue into their adult years too. Second is that they can end up not only suppressing their feelings, but also they never learn how to express them fully. This creates many issues with finding and maintaining healthy relationships. People who are looking to be loved externally strive very hard to please those people. And if they do not find that external validation, they tend to go into a shell and isolate themselves because they can neither understand nor communicate their feelings effectively. They feel lonely and misunderstood and can shut out those who are closest to them. Others can push people away because they are insecure and feel they don't deserve being loved. They can feel that they're not good enough or no one can really truly love them. This always has some very deep-rooted causes and can also lead to anxiety, depression, isolation, failure to have deep, meaningful and intimate relationships and a host of other mental health issues. The constant fear of feeling you are unlovable or unworthy can force you to always be at your best behaviour. You need to have a mask at all times so people don't see the real you. It's as if another sub-personality emerges which is smarter than the real you, cooler than the real you and more loved than the real you. Because at a deeper level, you believe that the real you is neither smart, cool nor loved. This means that you cannot be vulnerable or your true self, which ultimately will prevent you from opening up and being real with anyone in your life. The line between the masked and the real personality can get so blurred that sometimes you will not be able to know what's real or fake anymore. Because of this, you can sabotage any relationship that forces you to go beyond the mask as you live with the constant fear that people will not like you if they knew who you truly were. You prefer to push people away rather than show them your real self. The pain of living a lie is a constant reminder of your unworthiness, which can be masked sometimes as a superiority complex and an I don't care attitude. The truth, however, is that you are hoping to find someone who can see behind the pain, behind the mask, and love you with all your flaws. Again, Due to your issues with communicating your emotions, you rarely get the help you need because you are not able to let anyone in. This suffering can last decades and destroy your chances of finding or holding on to love. People struggling with self-worth 
also push away their friends, family members, colleagues or anyone who tries to get close to them, especially when they feel vulnerable. The protective barrier that they put up to appear calm and composed, in spite of being scared and lonely, is just sometimes too much to bear. Every day can seem like a struggle to appear happy and normal. This is not only exhausting but also extremely difficult and so they find a way to keep people at a distance by building a wall around themselves. Now walls, as I said, may keep the pain at bay but they also end up being a cage in which we put ourselves. People tend to carry so much emotional baggage accumulated over time of things being brushed under the carpet and hold on to memories which should have been dealt with a long time ago. They can convince themselves that they have handled it, but in reality, they have just buried it deep, deep within. This balancing act of pretending to be okay when they are broken on the inside is so fragile that their life can come crashing down at the slightest push. I have had clients who've admitted to being broken and actually said that that is their life, they will put themselves back together again. But the truth of the matter is, they never do. This can sometimes also be a reason why they're not able to fully trust or commit themselves to others. The guilt and shame they feel when they push away someone they love is also masked sometimes by playing the victim. They can pretend to have been wronged in order to justify their behavior to themselves and others. They need to find a justification to convince themselves that pushing away someone they love was the right decision. This is all made a lot worse by the isolation they find themselves within. There is no one to talk to and no one to understand the pain. Pushing people away is sometimes a cry for help where those who push hope and pray that someone can love them enough to hold them closer and not let them go. Unfortunately, most partners do not understand this cry for help and end up walking away rather than getting them the help they need. Even in 2021, mental health is still taboo. People think that you either have to be weak or crazy even to talk to a therapist or a coach. Many don't even know what a coach can do for you. If you want to find out what a coach can do, you can read my blog on my website, unapologeticallykk.com. If you would like to know more, get in touch with me. I truly believe mental health is just as important as maintaining the iron level, the blood pressure or the sugar level in your body. A healthy mindset can push you to live a life that you cannot even begin to dream about when you are struggling with mental health issues. Whilst it may seem like making peace with the past requires a lot of courage, carrying heavy, unwanted emotional baggage is a lot harder. People say they do not want to go back into their past and dig up old wounds. The point is that if the wound is still there, it will continue to cause you pain in many different ways throughout your life. So not dealing with it is not going to make it go away. So the next time you find yourself not answering the phone or text messages from your loved ones or declining invitations from your friends, just take a moment to sit back and ask yourself, do you want to build a wall and isolate yourself or build a bridge 
to make a deeper, more meaningful connection. You are not alone. And there are many like me out there who have dedicated their lives to eradicating the unfair bias towards mental health. All you need to do is reach out. Until next time, this is Kanchan Kulkarni saying goodbye for now and speak to you again soon.